Good afternoon. My name is Martin Sedab Kaiser, and I'm the head of department here and the uh, convener of the Oxford Institute of Social Policy. It is a great pleasure to welcome you here at the Oxford Institute of uh, Social Policy. The Oxford Institute of Social Policy is an interdisciplinary center committed to social policy research. Its faculty members and researchers have very diverse disciplinary backgrounds from geography over to demography, political science, sociology, and so forth. For many decades, social policy analysis has been dominated by an approach largely focused on single nation states, very often rooted in social administration. This has also been the case at Barnett House for a long time. However, and the, I think the legacy of the nation state approach can still be witnessed in many textbooks on social policy. And a couple of years ago, I did a comparison with a another colleague who is now at the LSE on um, German and English language social policy textbooks. And we were really surprised how really nationalistic they were, selling the own social policy always as the best kind of approach, the Germans in terms of pensions and the British in terms of the NHS. Um, however, I think it is time, and especially in the European Union with increased integration and the open method of coordination to go beyond the approach of um, the nation state and also um, in a more kind of uh, rooting social policy in a more kind of academic environment, I think um, to look at social policy from a comparative perspective is core and it has become core for the Oxford Institute of Social Policy as well. Um, as such, we are very grateful for the ESRC for the funding of our research project entitled Integrating Macro and Micro Perspectives in Cross-National Comparison, Dynamic Policy Structures and Individual Outcomes. And it's part of this great ESRC Comparative Cross-National Research Methods Initiative, um, which I'm sure all of you have heard of. Um, today, we are trying to um, present an overview of various um, comparative approaches. We're not trying to sell any specific approach to you, but we, what we're going to um, try to encourage is critical thinking vis-a-vis -vis methods and methodology in comparative social policy. And because we believe that too often people operate in meth methodological silos and are not very reflective of their own approaches. Um, the way we have set up this afternoon is that um, we will have two one-hour kind of presentations, and after that each we have a Q&A. Um, we can have, um, you know, I would kindly ask you to limit your um, questions to the Q&A or focus them in the Q&A, except if um, there are um, questions or points of um, clarification. Um, as you will have noticed, we have a video media team here, um, which will produce a podcast of um, these presentations, as we have promised to the ESRC, uh, which will be made available to the public. Um, for that reason, it might also be helpful not to ask too many questions in between, and especially as I would have to, um, you would have to fill out consent forms um, for every question. So, uh, but what we're not, what we're going to do, we're not going to record the discussions, just the presentations, which then can be put onto um, the websites. Um, I think before we then go over to the introduction, I have to do a very important health and safety issue. 
I was um, reminded numerous times that I have to point out the fire exits. One is there, one is in the back, and one is to the right. Please don't run. Um, and the um, assembly area is on the grassy verge out there in front. Nevertheless, I think it might be easier if it really burns to run out that way. Um, do not come back into the building until you are being told to do so. And finally, there are first aiders on the first floor. And, um, but I think, um, you know, having pointed out the various exits, uh, there is no floor lighting. So if the lighting goes on different to an airplane, um, nevertheless. So before we, so I did that, um, which was a major concern. Um, as similar to a health, uh, that kind of fire alarm, what I would ask you to do is please, could you please turn off your phones that they don't ring because there's reception in here. And what would I would ask now is before I actually start with my presentation for um, my colleagues perhaps to introduce themselves. We are a team of four people working on this and um, perhaps we start with Emmanuel whom most of you have, no, all of you probably had contact with to introduce himself and then go through the team. Manu. Um, okay, uh, so very quickly, if you have any problem any questions, you can just uh, ask me during the workshop. A uh, little bit of my background, so um, to say what I do. I'm a comparatist by nature and by method. Um, I'm interested in mainly in two things, in social capital, and the work on my dissertation for my PhD thesis was about it. And I'm particularly interested in Italy and Belgium, as I was saying to somebody before. And then, of course, my other main interest is comparative social policy, and uh, in particular, working on this project on, on comparative, comparative welfare states, so espionage and three world welfare capitalism, and so forth, and all the debate generated by that. So that's, I think, it's all. And again, if you, are, if you need any help with anything, please, please let me know. We will try to be as, as helpful as possible and uh, make your staying here in Oxford pleasant and interesting at the same time. Thank you. Hi, uh, my name is Mark Tomlinson and I'm a senior research fellow in this department. I'm a sociologist by training um, and I, I'm doing a lot of the quantitative work for this project and experimenting with different uh, ways of integrating macro and micro data which I'm going to talk about tomorrow and on Saturday morning. Uh, if you want to come and have a chat with me about anything, then feel free to do that, and I'll look forward to presenting tomorrow. Thank you. And I'm Robert Walker, the last member of the research team in many senses of the world. They know what's going on. I just listen to them with some degree of amazement at what they've found out. I began as a geographer. Um, I spent most of my life working on the interface between academe and the policy-making process. So my interest is really what can we take away, what can we learn from this that we can then use in the policy-making process. And I hope the answer is a lot. Thank you.